Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, episode 400. A lot of people have asked, what's going to happen for episode 400? Who's it going to be? Who is the special guest? There is a guy that you've emailed in probably 10 times a week ever since we started about four years ago. It is Rudy Reyes. Uh, Rudy Reyes was in Generation Kill, arguably the, the most realistic military series ever made and one of the most fascinating human beings we've ever got a chance to sit down with. Finally, after 400 fucking episodes, we got Rudy on the show. And let me tell you this, it does not disappoint. All of the emotions are there (laughs) across the board. Laughter to tears to madness. This is one of the craziest, most fun episodes we've ever done in in all 400, to be honest with you. Uh, But you know the rules, kids. We got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon and be on the air. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. You got to sign up for the Coffee Club of the Month program. That's where you're getting all the best deals. That's also where you're getting all the best new products that they got lined up down the pipe. Uh, the Whoopi hoodies, the Whoopies. Wait till these new fucking lightweight jackets come out. Um, the Black Rifle. Oh, boy. These are ones you're going to need, but you got to be signed up for the Coffee Club of the Month program. Uh, also, if you're getting coffee delivered to you every month uh, as a subscription, it will change your life. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco. They got bags. They got K-Cups, Grounded, or Beans. Uh, I've Look, I've belonged to them for over two years, and... Uh, it's, it's my favorite coffee on the planet. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the one-time promo code DRINKINGBROS20 for 20% off. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS is the only place to get your mattress. It really is these days. Look, 80% of our listeners are either military or first responder. Uh, They're giving you 15% off forever. If you're military or first responder at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Also, they've got a 36-month pay-as-you-go program with no interest. We We know mattresses are a big ticket item, and we hate to see you waste money on that. So, uh, look, just just go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Do yourself a favor and uh, and get in on the deals now. If you're a normal person like myself, $100 off, $200 off a Ghost Lux mattress, and they're always giving you free pillows, and uh, that $7.99 deal, that's right. They got, uh, they got one of those Craftmatic uh, beds on there, the adjustable base with a remote control and USB ports and, uh, and flashlights and all that shit. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is where you can get your best deal on the best mattress you'll ever have in your entire life. Next up, we got bisonunion.com. Look, it was a pleasure having Burt Koontz on some of these LA shows out here. Love Burt. Uh, did he walk right the fuck off the podcast? You're goddamn right he did. Is he making the best apparel on the planet for guys and gals? You know it. Uh, look, we're always wearing his shit on our Instagram. Uh, hats, short sleeves, long sleeves, 
the belt buckles, man. The time in the craftsmanship they put into the belt buckles, into their coffee mugs. They've also got a line of coffee with with a black rifle called Smoke Hammer, which is delightful. Um, it's just some of the most quality, affordable, coolest shit you could buy as a dude walking around in today's society. We love BisonUnion.com more than life itself. And the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off is good all the time. That's right. It's not going anywhere. It's good all the time there. Uh, last but not least, we've got grillyourassoff.com. Whoo! Grill your ass off recently got banned from Amazon. Why? Because they had a little uh, animated rhino with a gun in his hand. And they said, hey, man, we can't show that to fucking kids uh, or some bullshit. I, look, it was a cartoon, for Christ's sakes, for a seasoning. A seasoning you put on meats. Speaking of seasonings, they got seasonings for chicken, steak, pork. You name it. Finest seasonings on the planet. You're going to buy seasonings from someone. You might as well buy them from someone you know and love who's 100% veteran-owned. So go to grillyourassoff.com. Uh, buy the seasonings. Crispy uh, Avia. One of, our, one of our good buddies, he's got a seasoning with them, the spicy habanero. They've also got barbecue sauces. They've got ranch dip. I mean, these guys are doing it across the board. It's one of those young companies, man, that's on the come up that is eventually just going to take over uh, in the cooking space. Their Instagram is one of, one of my favorite, by the way. It's just pure meat porn all day long at grillyourassoff.com. So go go there now. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off uh, and get get yourself some seasonings. Is we're, we're almost done with ass-eating season. It's time to barbecue again. Uh, go to grillyourassoff.com. Now... Welcome to episode 400 with Mr. Rudy Reyes. Do multi clap. I'm, I'm happy with the multi clap. We are with our up. favorite human being on the Your face brother. of the planet. Talking about Rudy Reyes. Faves. Uh, what are you packing there? What are you putting is, in there? This is the general, and I got t- and believe it or not, I got turned on to this by Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård's oh, yeah. dad. Really? Um, and his dad and, and, he's and from his whole Sweden, family. Right? Yes, they're all Swedish. Yeah. They're all Swedish Marines. Okay. Oh, really? Was, yes, was Alex? Yes, Alex was. Absolutely. That's why he oh, took I didn't, his I didn't fucking know so that. Did seriously. you know that? No. Absolutely. No. So That's the why guy he took his shit so seriously. Go yeah. ahead, sir. No, 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 no. You know who he is, right? No. No. He's just Tell a movie fucking Alexander star. Alexander Exactly, dude. A huge movie star. <laughs> Jared doesn't know anything. If it's not You've fucking Herbie. You've seen Generation Herbie, Kill, right? Yes. If, if it's not Herbie Ice part Man. one Brad. or two, it's oh, dog okay. shit. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Swedish Marine. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's why he played, I, I played it so well. I didn't know that he was an actual fucking He was, league. and he took it so serious. And so, so... But when we first started our our boot camp and infantry skills before we got to the uh, advanced, did you go skills, through that? I did. And it no, was no, no. Very I meant four generation kill. Did you no, go I, through their little boot camp no, that I they did for the? Oh, okay. I ran the damn boot camp. <laughs> I ran the damn boot camp. I ran the boot camp, and I didn't know that it, actors are not used to really fighting. No. So we had MMA, you did PT the, MMA every morning. Did you do the pugil sticks and everything? We didn't get to pugil sticks, uh, but we did have uh, Zulu armed guards because there was a... Um, were you guys was, in Morocco? Uh, we were in Namibia. and Oh. Uh, yeah, we were in Namibia, and there was some issues about some... Um, actually, some white supremacists there. Really? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? In Africa? <laughs> in Namibia, which if you guys know your history... Up. If you know your history... 
They're all Dutch. I they're Dutch. Dutch. You're, 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 you're touching Kongs. the dumbest man on the face of the planet. Hey, what are you, you talking about? Either. Yes, you I do. Know. I know that they're Dutch. And my brother. And my <laughs> no, brother. My brother. He were, didn't know that the word goad was a word like to egg someone on. He, sure. I sent him a text. He didn't know goad? No, I no. sent him a text. Oh, what like, is this? I think fucking he spelled something wrong because that text didn't make any sense. I'm like, yeah, dude. The smartest guy in the world with... A poor vocabulary He's, No lexicon There's some kind of autism Going on <laughs> now, sure. You beaver dip that dip To yeah, you son of so a bitch general, Why do you beaver dip Is the, well, is the bottom is lip style. gone style uh, No It's gravity for this him This is what they taught me This is what the Swedes taught me And it was Stalin Skarsgård The dad He said Rudy Wait He's the guy from uh, He's a legend Let him say Rudy what did he tell you Yeah What did he Sorry. tell you Well he said um, Rudy and he's kind of got that Swedish accent, Rudy. They, they have a strange accent that's, that you can't quite put your fucking finger on it. And he says, thank you for taking care of my son. And uh, I just want to say, I hear you're Mexican. I said, yeah, I'm Mexican-American. He says, well, you're the first Mexican-American honorary Swede. Here you go. I'd never touched tobacco before. Remember he the gave you, So he gave you that gave can, this. that can in general. Uh, well, not this one, but one like a general, <laughs> a general. Didn't know. Didn't know if it was the same can. You were sentimental about it. shit. I put one of them little envelopes up in there. Yeah. Immediately, I had to run to the head. This is before cocaine. Sure. And uh, I had to, I was just, bow, evacuated my bowels. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm ready for a fucking contest next fucking week. You know, I'm fucking in my cut face. <laughs> I'm in my gosh dang cut face because of the god dang general. And so, anyway, there's more. There's more, dog. So we're out there with Stella Skarsgård, Alex, uh, some other cats from fucking Jet Kill. Say it. F- uh, um, tall. Yes. Actor that, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yes, he also dunks basketball. Um, the uh, the cat that did um, Emmanuel Lewis. <laughs> brother, you're fucking <laughs> me the fuck Stop. up. He was a tall um, man this inside. True detective, the bad guy, Vince Vaughn. Vince oh, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Vince Vaughn was there. He's and got a new thing cats. I was evacuating my balls. Uh, <laughs> no, my bowels. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Either Guys, way. Did you know that you evacuated your balls on that? Let me let me let's get a cheers here. Let's get a cheers. Reyes is finally here on the show. You're one of the most requested guests we've ever had. You're fucking listen, here. Listen, he's you son been of here a for bitch. 10 minutes. That's a 12 type of alcohol that he's had. <laughs> Who <in a> cares? <laughs> Give him eight he's more. He's doing a real Robin. Hey, I'm going to start with some so beer. I'll go to vodka. I'm now drinking wine. I want to do the generals. Jack of all trades. I want to yes. yes. reset the scene before we restart Please this conversation. Oh, so, my goodness. Why not? So Rudy's got a beaver dip in. Yeah, beaver yeah. dip. He's with Yes, up top. Up top. You go beaver dip. He's with Alexander and Stalin uh, Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah. Stalin Skarsgård, by the way, is fucking Ro- the Ronin. Waves. He's the, he's Ronin, the Russian guy. Ronin. What is the color of the boathouse at Hereford? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like he is, brother, a he's fucking a legend. legend. Anyway, so you're pounding off and shitting at the same time. Yes. Because you said, <laughs> wait, you said you were evacuating your balls your and balls. your bowels. Yeah. And your bowels. Just, you're doing yeah, a yeah, full yeah. pound shit. Yeah. yeah. You're I'm getting slurred. rid of all the excess liquid from your body. Because of the nicotine. Yeah. I've never had nicotine before in my life. And of course, if you're doing that, you're crying. Oh, you're doing a full search. I was in a high state of both awareness and desperation. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Jesus. So, yeah, I'm trying to pull, pull together some posh joint here in Hollywood. I think John Huertas was my. Um, 
uh, kind of my go-between with me and, and your Vince spiritual Vaughn. guide. Yes, but it was the scars guards that took me under the wing and said, you know, because of this and taking care of my son, um, Alex, you are now an honorary Mexican-American Swede, the very first Mexican-American Swede. And I'll never forget that. And that was uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, let us not forget his fucking amazing role in Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill yeah. Hunting. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just name the he was guy. The, he was the math professor that won the Fields Medal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yes, yeah. that's his dad. <laughs> oh, you're just mad because I have this award. Yeah, yeah, and you don't, yeah, you don't yeah, have that's that. It, that's it. Fuck that's your it. award. Yes, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's <laughs> it. No, no. Fast forward. He's also the scientist in the fucking Thor movies. Yeah. Like, yes. one, one of the very best. He's yes. like a fucking legend. I mean, he's a legend. And you're saying he was a fucking Swede Marine, too? He was, and so was his. Yeah. Well, they have compulsory service there, right? Uh, yes, but like they some chose kind of the civil Marines, service, yeah, which yeah. is the hardest yeah, yeah. one. I mean, there. if you're going to choose one. Yeah, I agree. I chose the Marines mostly because I just heard it was hard. I didn't know anything about yeah, so you're a, calm you're a, or nothing like you're that. You're a knucklehead, so you're just I like, am, I'm a knucklehead. Oh, is this Look the hardest me. thing that I could possibly do? I'm going to sure. fucking do that. Fuck yes. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 a brick wall? I just have to run at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to oh, do that. I was like, and I don't even like to fucking put worms on hooks. So I'm like, oh, God dang. What the fuck are you talking about? No, because no. I, he knows exactly what he's talking I, I, about. I, I, you I, let him go, brother. Yeah. This is showbiz, baby. Yeah. It ain't show oh, friends. It's show business, Oof. right? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even like putting worms on hooks. And, you know, I'm a Buddhist. And, and you're like, hey, let's go do recon. Well, are you yeah. a, let me go to seer let me, school. Yeah. Let, let me ask you that. this. Are you a, are you a Jainist? Do you believe in Jainism, or are you just like straight Buddhist? Um, because yeah, well, Buddhism lately, is like don't harm people or whatever. But sure, and, and uh, as a and practice, it means well. being mindful yeah, yeah, yeah. and completely intentuous with your with your um, actions. Yeah, but like uh, be thinking about lighting yourself on fire. No, 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 none of Which that Which I respect bullshit, the fuck yeah. out of that. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. right? Of course you do. And did you see a homeboy did not even break roll? He did not. No, he, he lose sat his there. Military bearing. Southie and Southie and Me's got his fucking little self on fire, Jesus. burned to death. Yes, brother. To uh, to protest the Vietnam War. Vietnam War, yeah. S- set just like this Zazen and just took it. Yeah. Until you saw his spirit leave and his ashes I mean, fell. Whether or not you agree with him, that's commitment. I agree. I mean, that is a that, that is a, a agree, high form but of the, commitment. I agree of the in, the uh, immense commitment and intention. And, and of course, you know, as we all know, even from our times in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, uh, uh, war is very complex and lots of people suffer Yeah, there and here. Look at our families and such that suffer here. I'm speaking at a Gold Star family event mm-hmm. for Memorial Day. And um, I have a brother named Caleb Medley. He was, uh, did four fucking combat tours, the recon marine force recon cat, and then died in par- in a in a halo fucking training op, his mother fucking hurts every day. So, so the, now as we're older, we see it's a hypertrophic cascade of war. But maybe without that war, without that destruction, there can be no life. Yeah, who knows, right? You can't. You got to burn the forest down sometimes to regrow right? trees. So I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, man, you are burning down the weight room. I have never seen a man come on this show <laughs> in 400 episodes. What? Sleeveless. Uh, I mean, he's not even wearing it. Yes, yes not even wearing an undershirt. Got my scarf, my scarf, scarf. Yes, yeah, scarf's hey. off. Fuck yeah. the scarf. But he's got my, a knife. What? A, yeah, you've got a knife as a necklace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, doesn't in, everybody in Hollywood spreaded like like a fucking? I'm out of shape right now. I no, you are not. <laughs> I am. I am. You are not. Look, I, and we've had this a lot. 
<laughs> I'm gonna point. I'm gonna put this into this camera. Dave, you switch look, the cameras. I, like this is a romance novel for dudes. This is the ultimate guy that every girl wants to fuck. When this got published, you were tagged in this a thousand times. Yes. When Darkness Falls, <laughs> it's Disney, me. Catch it. And, and it is you. You were a living romance novel for. Women like it's fucking crazy. Your physique. Show, that you show that again. Show that. How do you there stay in shape like this? Because <laughs> this this was this is an animation. This is a cartoon. This is not sure. a real figure. Sure, sure. You are a real figure who is walking around in the world. Jesus Christ, man! How do you stay in this this type of shape? Wait, 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 wait! Follow wait. your Instagram. Wait, wait! To try to steal tips from you, and I, I give it away. I'm doing I well. I think I'm doing you well in great, life, brother. But you look great, bro. You are way better than all of us combined. I can answer oh, this. I can. I can answer this. Take it, when when we were down here uh, for the Vet TV Award Show, <laughs> oh, were you, you at know, the roast? We we were all together at one point, and and the award show starts at like eight o'clock, and at like six, it's like, hey, let's roll back to the hotel and get changed and ready. Oh, we go get changed this. and ready, and we're back down. Like, hey, we have to roll back over there. We look outside. <laughs> there is the contents. Of Anaheim Disneyland out at the pool, so there's there is nothing but children and parents <laughs> sure. at about six p.m. in the pool, and then Rudy's and here's wearing Rudy. a fucking IBA doing laps. Yeah, yeah, he's got a he's got a fucking vest on, a five eleven vest. He's, psycho. he's got his own kettlebell, and he's sure he's wearing nothing but Ranger panties, bare feet, and he's he's at the pool the doing a full workout with a kettlebell and then a weighted pipe. And he does this for... We're just watching. Well, do you, you take this with myself? you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, my, it's my Sornex Center Mass Bell. I take it with me. And now I have my Brute Force sandbag, too. That way I can fill it up. I love Brute Force, by the yes, way. Great guys. Wherever I'm in zone. Yeah. Oh, Coach Chris Lane. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Um, yeah, well, brother, I mean, it, it's not show friends. It's show business. And let me tell you something about this business. You better be camera ready because you can get the call any fucking time. Yeah, and so, hey, when we called you today, you go, fuck this, I'm taking my shirt well, off. Well, I did get 300 pull-ups in before I came in. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, but let me, let me stop you right there. 300 pull-ups. Uh, yeah. Let me stop you right there, because he hasn't oh, worn stop. a normal shirt in 60 years. Thank you, sir. But there's no, <laughs> reason, there's no reason to. There's no reason to. Listen, Look I'm at this fucking in, dude. in my, in my, my I, bit I, I, at the fucking I, Vet TV Awards, I wrote, I wrote in there. Well, holy shit. Rudy still has his shirt on. By the time I got up on stage to say my bit, he was shirtless in a black tie event. Gone. Yeah, I guess it was. But there were porn stars there, so I felt I fit in. Okay, so speaking of that, again, romance. (laughs) You were a romance cover model, essentially, in real life. By proxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Is there a lot of women that come out of the woodwork who are just like, I just want one night with this this fucking magnificent. Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> I've been called that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what wow. else have you been called? I mean, because well, I, I can only imagine this. I've seen your workouts on Instagram. Jared's not you, lying, brother. by the way. I love you you do this every single day. If there's not a pool of sweats on the floor to start the day, For sure. you officially haven't started your day. I That's can right. only imagine right. what it's like in the bedroom late at night <laughs> oh, when you're boy. looking for that extra cardio. Uh, yeah, well. I take pride in my work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, um, I use the fucking mind, body, spirit as a system. Sure. So I push myself really hard. 
Uh, also I mean, that, yeah. I don't know why we're not talking about this right now. Who do you know that can sit on a bench seat and still have abs? Sean Penn. That's it. He's the fucking military <laughs> Sean Penn. This is the Sean only guy. Penn. I love that Sean Penn, the shooter. He came in pretty fucking hard on that. Yeah. One. Did you see that shooter? I think it was called. What was it? Or not a shooter. It was called. The, the, the operator uh, shooter. Oh, what was the name of that? I know what Sean Penn is fucking intense, and that's it. Same with you. You're an intense fucking dude, and you've been a legend, by the way, in the oh, business for a long time. Whenever, yeah. whenever somebody thank comes you. up to to us about the show and talks to us about military guys transitioning into Hollywood, the yes. first name they bring up is Rudy Reyes, dude. Can you yeah. hook us up with Rudy Reyes? It's got to be that's Rudy Reyes, dude. That's a huge honor. That's a huge honor, and I think some of that though was. Um, Maybe it was written, uh, but because of the timeline, I happen to be of our generation that yeah. just happened to be in that first big production from HBO, and fuck, I yeah, but to still, be- hands down, nobody has created anything that can compete with oh, Generation brother. Kill. Correct? No. I mean, fuck, no. 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 You told me. Yeah. Told yeah. me. Told I mean, me. I I included Generation Kill in our curriculum as an in, instructor at, in tactics yeah. school, the- saying, hey. If you want the most realistic recount of what Iraq or what war yeah, is yeah. like, the only, watch yeah. this the only, the only thing technically I've seen that's even close is SEAL Team. SEAL but, Team. But that's that's broadcast television, yeah. and you can only go it's, so, it's, far. so far. It's very yeah. yanked down. Like, yeah, by the way, that's you, years later, and yeah. they've and learned the lessons. Is, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but right. you say that, but nobody has learned the lesson. The Nobody's doing real infantry dialogue. Is no. they showed no one is. that we are... Just a bunch of boys over there, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're a colonel or a general. They, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. But where are we going? And what so, are we doing? So, exactly. But we're in the and, business and, of making it happen. Yeah. And to yeah. that to that point, Jerry, and we're gonna break shit. Did you know that when you were making it, of like, hey, we've got to take this back to where nobody's ever taken it before, and take it from a perspective which has never been shown before. And was that your intent and the producer's intent going in? It was very, it seemed to me, me from brother. a writing style, it seemed very intentional, the dialogue especially. The dialogue, the dialogue was, was excellent. So real. Um, yeah. But also because Evan Wright, after, most yeah. of the time Evan Wright was fucking hiding out in the bottom of the fucking Humvee. Uh, he was scared of fucking death. And he's not, I, actually I don't even like him, he's not a very good person. Uh, he's, uh, he, what do you call it when you, ex- he's exploitative, I mean. Yeah. Um, well, he's a Rolling never, Stone journalist. He's never done respect, anything man. since yeah. then much uh, yeah. of much um, <laughs> worth or weight. But what he did do, because I was so naive, and uh, he he stayed tight with myself, Eric Cucker, a couple other cats, mm. and Antonio Espera. Afterwards, he would uh, do interviews with us uh, on the phone, and then because remember, I'd, I'd never been to L.A. or I didn't even know Hollywood was a thing really, except in movies. Right, I'd never had any experience. And he brought my wife and I up here, and we met, uh, rest in peace, Luke Perry and yep. some other people. And and basically, he seduced us, um, and I gave him all of um, – I, I just talked with him all the time. And then Eric gave his patrol logs, and Jeff Carrizales, who you met earlier, gave his patrol logs. And, and uh, uh, he hmm. is hyper-intelligent, and he was absolutely able to capture the culture – However, the production from Jump was also looking at us at first as savages, but when the producers, who uh, the producer was female, uh, Andrea Calderwood, and the director, Susanna White, female, uh, Scottish and British, um, the writers on the program were uh, Ed Burns, who I respect very much, 82nd Airborne, fought in Vietnam, yeah. and then David Simon, who worked for David Baltimore, Washington, D.C. David Simon's done a lot of stuff. They were trying to also show how 
um, short-sighted the administration was at that time, uh, the Bush administration. Yeah. But they fell in love with us as people. So then they were in a conundrum. They were like, "Fuck, we were we were going to try to show this how is savage." A hit piece. Yeah, how, yeah. This is supposed to be a critique on the administration and on our warfighting community. And instead, they said, "Fuck, how can we not love these men?" Yeah. And uh, so it evolved. When I got there, remember, I just, I'd been fighting in Fallujah and Ramadi. I'd been doing other stuff too. So to look back, and I fought in Afghanistan in 01. Sometimes I didn't see the production, you know, I didn't see the finished piece till a year and a half later. When I saw how they focused specifically on a few unprepared uh, officers and yeah. by the way our officer that they Captain America they portrayed he was not even a recon marine officer remember this is a time when we needed bodies so they were this is before guys. Marsox they didn't, yes, even, they didn't yes. even have like there was no selection for yeah, some of these guys nothing, yeah. they just now, got, my, some of those guys were like artillery and cam to- guys totally, they, totally. they were not in, yeah. prepared and my platoon commanders and my leadership always in the unit recon company and recon battalion were fantastic but uh, but fuck we're invading a country brother and and stuff is changing and happening every fucking day. Like how many, how many people at that time in the U.S. military had experience doing a ground invasion of a country? I can no. answer that question for you. Zero. Zero. <laughs> I, I thought we were shit hot, my platoon, because yeah. we at least were fighting and running a gun in, Af- in Afghanistan. Yeah. But still, were we prepared for a mechanized, in a sense, how do you, how do you, especially I mean, we were the same were, way. They were pulling it out of their ass of, wait, wait, oh shit, what are we supposed to do with recon? You guys need to roll up. Yeah, yeah. just go. <laughs> that was their plan. Hey, roll up. And, and, and we'll and figure when, it out. When I passed the tanks and the fucking LAR. Yeah. yeah. And then when Cass, uh, close air support, said, no, nah, we can't go that far. We're like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. But thank God we were young, we were aggressive, and uh, completely committed. Um, anyway, when we got to the part where um, they show the children being hit by by the young Marine Tromley, who, by the way, was not a recon. Remember, it used to take us three or four years to create a basic guy. Yeah. I had uh, three and a half years of training before I went to Afghanistan, and I was a boot. My team leader, just retired from, from MARSOC, the team leader at the time, infantry, then stay, uh, scout snipers. Yep. That's, and, that's and ranger school. target acquisition and, I mean, for yes, and guys then, that don't then know. Then a drill instructor. This is yeah. what you have to do in yeah. the time. Uh, I was a boot. Now we've got to invade a country. We've got to take a unit on paper that says there's, there's 90 of us fighters, but there's really only 40 of us. And so we have to bring in young kids that have yeah. attitude and uh, some infantry cats, and we had to make it happen. So yeah. they were looking down at why a few civilians were killed. And well, they also to, they also took you out of your core mission, right? Well, like, of course, we'd never no, done this before. Doing when he, so he and I deployed. No, he, had, he and I deployed together no, in, in 07 and 08. That's what you're fucking doing! <laughs> yeah, he he and I deployed together in 07, 08, and oh, I was in the 82nd down. Airborne, right? Uh, and they put us in fucking Humvees. I'm like, uh, we're light infantry, bro. Get those trucks. Those those things sure. blow up. Get those out of there. For sure. For sure. Like, You're I don't want to be anywhere fucking near that That's truck. Right. Get out of uh, here with that. You're in fucking IED Alley. Yeah, fuck so that. So it was very... But you guys were in trucks fucking like 90% of the time on that for fucking sure. drive to back. Light skin, light skin yeah, fucking, light skin, fucking skin. bullshit. Chalk back no fucking skin. stick backs. No doors, no nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing. But we had heavy guns. <laughs> and the heavy guns got us over. Thank God we all came from the infantry first. 
we knew how to use Mark 19s. We knew how to. We knew what headspace and timing was. For yeah, the fucking no shit. Fifty cals. Um, we came from mortars and infantry. Um, that's the way it was. Um, it was a hell of an experiment. It was a gamble, and people critique my uh, um, battalion commander or CO, Godfather, brother. He had been in the Marine Corps, and you guys as military men know. Uh, he'd spent 25 years in the gosh dang. No, he, he was he was portrayed as pretty fucking cool. He was, I thought. Yeah. They, uh, I thought he was magnificent, and he'd never been in direct combat, but he'd done everything. He was a recon marine as well. I feel like this they, was they portrayed chance. him as a guy that was trying to fucking push his guys into a conflict, but that's your fucking job. That's our bro. job. We're Marines. <laughs> We're just Marines. Before like, we put don't get in the fucking, fucking recon. fight, guys. And, 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 don't come back and tell uh, you Iwo fucking Jima. got fight. Iwo Jima. There's Iwo Jima. Yeah, seriously. There's a thing in the military called uh, recon by fire. And yeah, that's, that's right. You just walk action. out into yeah. some random area yeah. start shooting at random buildings until somebody shoots the that's fuck out. Exactly. Recon. This is that evening they go you're gonna do a recon by fire uh, sorry what yeah, yeah you're gonna go fucking start shooting until somebody starts shooting That's back right. you yeah. see uh, uh, you see a, a threat or a potential threat neutralize it see what happens or more than likely when you start going into zone, you might be taking fire, so yeah. neutralize. Like, we think this is a dangerous area. You guys go park yeah, there. That's exactly yeah. right. Go hang out. Do Pretend a like no truck shit. is broke. Yes. Hey, someone get out so with a true. fucking milk jug, you know, uh, looking so for we, water. We, we literally used to put fucking, like... Uh, Army looking equipment out in random areas that I we thought it. were high traffic oh, areas and just wait to see what would happen. Yes. And then put sniper teams on that For to sure. see if somebody would come if fuck I with it. Check out that MSR yeah. and see what's happening. SKT yeah, teams. Man. SKTs, that's yeah. It. I mean, what the fuck, man? So if you if you walked into a fucking uh, Marine platoon or a team room of any team anywhere and somebody like the opposite of Godfather who was risk averse trying not to get their guys into this shit they'd be like this motherfucker absolutely was his, and yeah. he knows this like, come on man like in 2005 and we had fucking curfews after no roll, it was it was clear hunting it we was. went out the gate and anybody that was on the fucking road is a fair game I believe the <laughs> ROE was and this was conservative <laughs> three vehicles together at night kill them yes <laughs> Five males together kill them. You don't need guns. Uh, and then, of course, any poor child with a shovel, I had to kill them. Uh, well, if they're near suffer. a road, yeah. Well, if yes, they're near a road, well, yeah. Right. But, but if, it's in, if it's in Afghanistan, what's a road? Uh, sure. Now, see, I, I fought in Afghanistan early. Yeah. The, um, I mean, the IED they, threat they really didn't smart. start no, until early yeah. 2005. They were very smart. Three, four, they, we yeah. were hot-headed, and we were ready to kill. Yeah. And I did some casts, and I did some sniper work, and then interdictions. But quickly, they realized the entire United States was there to fuck everybody up. So <laughs> they just chilled. Mm. And then when we got bogged down in Iraq, they came on hard. And I respect yeah. all those brothers in Helmand and and uh, all those brothers in Afghanistan who came later who had to fight the hard, hard fight. Yeah, they're fighting through the mountains, man. Fuck, That's fu yeah. Fuck that, And now honestly. we see why PT is so important. You ask me why I'm in shape because I'm fucking psychologically damaged to being shamed by being the weakest and slowest swimmer in the unit at one time. And I was at the unit as high end as we are of 300,000 Marines. There's only 300 recall Marines. Um, there's always somebody better that, uh, that could run faster or wrestle better or box better or swim better. So you were in a, um, in a Petri, di Petri dish of, of, um, competition, of competition and masculinity. Yeah. So I had to keep pushing. I had to keep pushing, pushing. And that's why still to this day, uh, I even have an eating disorder too. I cannot eat unless I've done physical exercise. And during the day I can only eat snacks because one time I fell asleep 
now I was hard on myself, but after two weeks of no sleep on the invasion, uh, we had no food left and we were eating the humanitarian rations. Yeah, yeah. And I remember eating some of the beans and rice and eating so long. I was so exhausted. It was the middle of the night and I ate a few bites and my eyes burned so bad. I said, oh, I'll just shut them for a second. Fuck, I was out cold. And when I wake up, my whole team's out cold too on the heavy gun. My team is done. Everybody's out. And the fucking platoon moved on. And at the end of the fuck, fucking half a click down the way, I see these two little chem lights. Oh, I hit the fucking gun. Scared to fucking death. Yeah. And so to this day, I cannot eat during the day. You're kidding. (laughs) How many years is that? 16 years ago. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 16 years ago. Have you, have you ever Listen, thought uh, yeah, right have, you, have you ever thought about seeing anybody or like did you ever did you ever talk to to a therapist and I say do. hey I have a therapist. How, how do I get over this? I'm not sure I want to. We are we are within I, I mean I, you look great. Maybe yeah. that's the fucking hey, answer. We're within I'm the same way right now. Like, like like I love you. I know. 16 years we're within days of the invasion cuz I was in basic training. And all of a sudden they pulled us all uh I was in I was towards the end. So we're like what? Okay. A week away from yes. like the anniversary? Yes, at this like, time I was looking at U two fucking tape. U two I was YouTube looking at pictures, YouTube. still images. Yes, because <laughs> a U two only Through takes the stupid one. lens. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. Yes, so so <laughs> they we've come uh, a long way. We have. I was still in basic training and we were actually preparing for graduation and the uh the and drill instructors come out and they go, Hey, we got to come inside right now. And on the news is the tomahawks and everything blowing up in Baghdad. And they're like, we just started another war. No way. Yeah, while we're yep. in basic training. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. Good for business. I mean, pull up your die. socks, you grab your cocks. Just fuck it. I might die. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll yeah. see. Uh, let me ask you do you miss it? Oh, of course. Of course. That's why I can't necessarily leave it. I agree with him. You asked him uh, if he'd seen a therapist to get over it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I agree with him. Yeah, like I so, like. I like yeah. being on that fucking edge. that, that edge. edge all yeah. the time. It feels great to me. Me too. So, not only that, but like you. I mean, you look great. Thank like, you, bro. In a non-gay you, way, but thank you. My when you look at that, like Jesus Christ, you're on a diet that everybody wishes they could be on. Sure. So maybe you don't want to stop. I just something eat like less, that. and at night I eat more to, so I can sleep, and I make sure all my action and work is done during the day, um, and. Um, I guess. Well, you know, I, I'm getting older now. I'm 47, and uh, you don't sorry. look it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Thank you. Christ, you look better than all of us. Well, what? Well, I'm always. Yes, well, I'm always. I mean, I'm always ready for to be. Rudy, I'm up. 34. Okay, what's well, this? Yeah, yeah. JT, JT. Yeah. So one of my brothers, one of my brothers is a, a CCT brother uh, that works with me on Force Blue. His name is um, is Dan, and he's the fucking. Well, there's a couple brothers. Um, which Dan um, he's big and strong and tall uh, blonde and I think he's out of Oregon uh, and Andy Andy is only 30 years old but came in at 18 I think he's done seven fucking trips um, he I'm not gonna tell you his last name because he's still in the guard yeah I know, uh, I know who you're talking Dan about Dan is just it, lovely we're, we're friends a, with his wife with Andy's yeah, yeah, wife yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he brings this little um, comfortable uh, portable chair and it's at the team house and we had somebody over the other day and they were sitting in that his chair and he says do you, do you know how many fucking kills I've had on that chair because he fucking stacks air right now <laughs> um, so uh, we started talking about maybe I can come back in in the guard 
and I've always entertained coming in on the guard uh, um, on the Air Force side or the Green Beret side. Just I thought, even though I mean, how much time do you have in? I did eight years in recon. Because you got to be able to retire by like fifty-five, I think. Fuck retirement, just use me. You know what I mean? What is? What did you look at the age cutoff? No, I haven't. But in my in my romantic mind. I'm always you know you, you could going. you could go through yes to help. We'll just get you one of those. Uh, have you have you seen uh, Bench Warmers that movie? Yeah. We'll get you one of those birth certificates that says I am, I am. 35. I yeah. love it. I love it. And because I, I think you should roll out for Air Force Special Warfare. Wouldn't that be I think wonderful? it would be. I can and arrange I've got a lot that, of my I think. Schools. I've got a lot of my schools I'll have to go to. And I, I'm a, I went to TACP. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, I, I could do some more school, another two years maybe, and then fucking go fight. Yeah. Or what if they need me? More importantly, what if they need me? Something happens and they need me, so I always keep myself in a state of readiness. That's the problem with America. Not, when I say problem, I mean a problem for anybody that wants to invade this country. Yes. 40,000 people get out of the military here every month. Wow. 40,000,000. And, you know, there's a lot of turds in that group, obviously, in any sure. group. Probably there's 80, a lot of fucking warriors, Probably too. 80% of them are turds. Yeah. But that twenty percent, twenty percent, dude. That's eight thousand people a month that are getting out that are still ready to fight. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> and schooled up and yeah. got and have an immense experience. Um, again, I, and also too, because I work in film and television now too. Uh, and you know, I work with my Force Blue. I'm a figurehead there. I help create this lovely organization to rebuild coral reefs with commandos and warriors like ourselves uh to repurpose our skills and our aptitude and our attitude to serve uh i got a clothing company as well virtus brother no one's hiring fat Rudy. virtus is by the way is david, david Wood. Wood. great fucking dude if you're watching david yes love david you, i love you brother buddy. you know what you've done in my life uh, we call each other twins yeah he was a twin Look of at that one. he was uh, david yeah. was a twin of business yeah and i was a, a twin of heart and I've been with the company for one year, and yeah. now we're working with Spartan Race. And we're yeah, doing yeah, all kinds of great yeah. stuff. Um, Explain that comment for me that nobody's hiring Fat Rudy. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I, I I like that. It, like that's why you obviously keep in shape, and I that's think, part of it. And part of it's become work. Yes, yes, no longer just passion. Right, and and, and, and I that's think hard. I, and a lot of people look up to you in that space. <sighs> and I look, I follow his Instagram, and I have for a long time. Where it seems like you will work out. Anywhere on this planet, any yes. country, any yes. surface, inside a hotel room, absolutely, in a, in a fucking pool, airports, pools, hotel rooms, wherever. Um, and by the way, can I get one more wine? Yes, absolutely. Hi, yeah, yeah. We, we okay, bought the I'm bottle down there. This. Okay, Jared, right there. Boom. Thank you, brother. This so is much. from uh, and this Josh. This is not a sponsor. No, by it's the way. Josh Sellers, though. It's a great winery. It, it really is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're big. I fans. love them. We're big fans. Uh, well, so, so explain your process when when you're going on vacation or you're traveling or sure. you're acting in a. You're well, he travels in a fucking cuddle belt. When you're, you're starring in a movie, I want to add this to I've you though. Like what this guy show, is right? doing, just with his fucking side gig, the not with with, with the nonprofit. He's sitting underwater for eight hours using a fucking bone saw, bone saw cutting yeah. coral reefs and moving them. Like this is my nonprofit work. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm underwater for eight hours a day in, in scuba gear. Explain that to the audience. What walk them through a day to day in the life of Rudy Reyes? How do you? What time do you usually wake up? It depends on what freaking hemisphere of the Earth I'm in. 
Okay, let's say you're I in Austra- Australia. Uh, and which, what uh, creature is next to you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and how time. much cocaine he did the night before? Oh, sure, sure, sure. And sometimes that's valid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, just to let y'all know, you know, uh, sometimes after immense combat and immense intensity, um, there's also uh, uh, the waterfall of depression that comes. Yeah. Think of the adrenals. You got to get that adrenaline that back up, brother. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Big our time. systems have been blown out. And so no wonder we fall into drugs and alcohol. Yeah, uh, I know but, I sure did, and I and I was not prepared for it. I'd never even touched nicotine, like I said, much less alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Um, um, shit, the first time I tried marijuana, I thought I was freaking swimming on top of the water. I could not handle it because it was so fucking intense. Um, ah, I will say this. The best high in the world is uh, being physically fit and doing rad shit with your best friends. Jared knows was, all about. Look at him right now. Yeah. yeah well, actually, you're looking better than last time I saw you. That's um, not good. Oh well, you know we go through. <laughs> I a, went through a phase. I go through phases too. I'm kind of fucking fat right now for me. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> serious, you what look is like he you talking about? Run right through the goddamn wall like the Hawaiian <laughs> I mean, punch no man, question, but, like the yeah. Hawaiian punch man right now, right through the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a commercial series yes, in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of the freaking glo- uh, you know, global style. Instead of showing that yeah. Marines commercial with the burning <laughs> swords and the dragons, just show you run through a fucking wall. That, that'll that'll sign everybody up. Through the roof. Rudy Reyes, yeah. comma, 47 years old, and he's just punching his way through a wall. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Join the Marines. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. For sure. Fucking get involved. So, so, depending on where I'm at, I know no matter what, I must do some training. So, these days, mostly body weight. I bring my rings with me everywhere. I got my brute force sandbag. Now, I brought my center mass bell everywhere until I started going to freaking China. Because then they thought it was a bomb. And I was a, I was locked away for freaking 24 hours. Um, I didn't get my center mass bell until I was after Shanghai and Mongolia and then Hong Kong. Um, so I'm like, well, I'm not going to bring any It's pretty steel easy to x-ray a weight. Brother, those, <laughs> the, the, the Chinese government's very strange. They don't fuck all. around. Not at the all. The Chinese government's secret police doesn't have a name. Brother, yeah. yes. That's how secret it is. Yes. It literally does you don't not even have see a them. name. That's how secret it is, <laughs> For dude. real. Yeah. Minority report style shit out there. They were a real tree. Um, yeah. So. So, so, so what do you what do you do over there when you go to China? What do you do? Uh, tons of body weight gymnastics, and I've got. It's interesting. These days, I do not do such massive volume. I do everything so strict, and I make sure I squeeze my core. Everything, and I have coaches. Chris Frankel. I'm with Sorenex people as well. Brandon Lilly is. I've been hearing a lot about Sorenex lately. What's Bert, that about? They're awesome. magnificent. Yeah. They're magnificent. Yeah. They they build the highest end training platforms, uh, equipments, and such. All of Matt's gym is all Sorenex. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Everything. Yes. 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 And it's, it, no, it's fantastic. And the, and the president came yeah, you were, out specifically you were there to for set like it a all week. Up. Yeah. Yes. Bert came out, yeah. and yeah. every time I go there, I, I feel like I'm at a CrossFit gym. Like that's better than a CrossFit gym. It, like, it God is damn it. because they're doing booty ass rogue bullshit. Yes, and that's made in China. Um, is it really? Our shit's made in America by people who care. Tons of veterans in the factory, right next to, right behind the showroom, and they have pride. Uh, you might have heard of the L.A. Lakers. You might have heard of uh, the Patriots. You might have heard of Dev Grew. You might have heard of CAG. We build oh, all their systems. We don't know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. all right. I'll None give you a cutie for me to use. Let, let's. <laughs> 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 they're really high level stuff because they care. Uh, and they're beautiful friends of mine. Uh, when I was hurting about five years ago, uh, when I first got out of um, uh, a PTSD program and such, um, shortly, you saw me you shortly after yeah. that. It was the Sornex people that 
took me under my wing and counted on me and, and, and believed in me. Same with Rick Elder of Beyond Clothing. I, yeah. oh, I love Beyond, Rick. too. God. I know, it, they're I know, they're a great company, but their products are also super fucking they're good. They're the yeah, best dude. in Holy the world, shit. and they brought me on, and they took care of me. They gave me a stipend. <coughs> they gave me work, and now I'm a model because of Beyond's work. Listen, um, you can't walk into a 5'11 without seeing you oh, all over you. the fucking it's world. It's like yeah, you're, you're everywhere. <laughs> it's you and Tim Kennedy. Holy you and Tim shit. Kennedy. You yeah, guys everywhere. Are the two. a lovely brother of mine, too. We, we, we love Tim. Yeah. We love Tim. He's been yeah. on the show uh, numerous times. The yeah. two of you guys are, are fighting for the best shape in the entire world. And, yeah. and also, Tim, also, as you guys know him personally, uh, he's got his, uh, uh, what he has to uh, portray for the work. And then you know him uh, underneath that's even more emotionally available. Yeah. Sweeter man. Oh God! No, he's Kinder. a very thoughtful human he is, being, yeah, very yeah. brilliant man. And he's yeah, he's actually he's gotten dinged up by the media, or well, not yeah. by the media, but by the veteran community a couple of times because he's just like saying shit that's real. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yes, dude. I agree. Um, like, he's but but uh, like he said something about crazy people shouldn't have access to guns. You're like, oh, you're a favorite oh, gun control. Right. Like, but, uh, that's right. No, he's crazy right. people he's shouldn't have guns. I don't want he's a correct. crazy no. person. Does anybody agree? He's correct. Yeah, yeah. He's correct. across the board. But he so he was on Rogan and he took a lot of shit for that. Yes. Yeah, he took a lot of a shit. A lot for, on social media and everywhere else. he was speaking from the heart and he was speaking from a place of intelligence. Uh, I love the man. Uh, we got some other people. I mean, you guys are in the media world. You guys are the Rudy Reyes and Tim Kennedy of, of your freaking um, uh, Of the platform. podcast world. You I, are. That's the way I and look at things it. Too, you know? And other things too <laughs> with your cross-pollination of uh, humor, of production, of coffee. of It's wonderful. Um Many people that are on the civilian side of the house, I try to say even citizen, because, you know, sometimes we have a, um, or we in the past had a stigma that it's only us and civilians. Now I say, hey, we're all citizens. Uh, they're looking at you guys as a model. Isn't that fucking rad? That makes me very proud. It's uh, it's weird that people look to us for answers sometimes. Yes. But I mean, if you have the answer, then you got to give it up, right? For sure. Well, well it's it's service, service continues. Yeah, and it, it, in particular with Black Rifle Coffee, where coffee is something that went mainstream. So it could be veteran, it could be civilian. It, it didn't really matter. Yeah. It just so happened that these guys were the coolest at the time. Where it's almost like a military version of Jackass, where you know you have this culture that you guys have created that is now cross mainstream. It is. It's, so it's not just military or civilian. It's, it's just, not niche. It's these guys are niche. cool. Yes, it's beyond yes. niche. Yeah, uh, it's become mainstream, and I and I think that is very important. Um, it's important for me too. Well, it's authentic. You and can't. That's you, why you, you have, can do. You it. have someone like Matt that poor, that. That has this portrayal, but at the end of the day, that dude will kick your fucking ass. Yeah, you can still yeah. back and oh, the fuck up. Oh, and he can also pull a pistol. Yeah, Matt's not fucking and around. Fucking sh- yeah, shoot yeah. extremely well. Yeah. He can fucking. <laughs> so it's like you, the 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 authenticity in it is like. Oh wait, when when have you seen that? When have you seen a character on a screen that? Oh, right. by the way, will fuck you up. Because if you look at like Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? You could beat the shit out of the Colonel. Yeah. What the fuck was he a colonel of, right? He wasn't a colonel yeah. of shit. <laughs> shit yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt and that you was guys. the worst like, colonel ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you get it. You know Nasty child. That's a, that's a great <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. Yes. Nailed it. In, in today's society, though, I think people are looking for uh, companies and products that are more genuine and more real and more, you know, that you can either look up to or oh, hopefully yeah. be. Well, what's the, you know, the most popular form of media right now on earth is true crime podcasts, Yes. Man. 
Yeah. Like, nothing is more popular right now in advertising dollars or in viewership than, no, than that fucking genre right there. Yeah, because it's real. And that's real. why, yeah. And it's real, and people and feel the like data they're, backs they're a part it of it. Yeah. The data backs. Oh, it's, exactly. It's, yeah, sure. And human yeah. stories back. With, with yeah. the coffee company, it's real, and people feel like they're a part of it. They're a part of the brand. Yes. Either they're supporting veterans, yes. or they're supporting this kick-ass bunch of guys that they see online that's doing right. all this crazy shit that, uh, that is a company they built on their own. And they're like, fuck yeah, yeah that's amazing. With you in particular, with being in Generation Kill, like Jared said, that was probably the, the most honest portrayal of all time. time. Exactly. I, not, not of that time. It's I, still to this day, like, it still holds like, good. Think, you were think, the dude, and you're here yeah. on this set, and you live that life, and you are that guy. Still it's am. not a front. Always will be. It's not a fucking Always Hollywood movie. You weren't green screens. Now, we like, were talking about it you right now, yeah. if I had to give one guy a fucking bow knife to go out and, and kill someone in the middle of the knife right now oh, out of all what? of us, you it'd be what? you. And you know what? I could make my cami paint with some pitch and some, uh, some fucking uh, firewood, and I could destroy the freaking uh, outline of the human head and shoulders with <laughs> Knows, target indicator. Uh, so high points to the body. Exactly. <laughs> That's right, doggy. You know. We're all SOP. To we're us, all it's gun, just SOP. We're all gunfighters here. <laughs> <laughs> he has agreed. Hey, and this should be a project that you take on as one of your. Directorial fucking legacy. Oh, dude, if he dies, I'm getting Keanu Reeves no. to play this motherfucker. No, in the no, 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 and we're calling it a goddamn sure. day. Let's sure. let's murder Keanu Reeves and have him play Keanu Reeves. Let's do it. Brother, do you let's know murder Keanu Reeves. No, the idea is we all fly to Oregon for fucking three weeks in the summer. Oh, and you want to reshoot Rambo? Rambo one on with the iPhone. Uh, only use iPhones yeah. to make the movie. Sure. Yeah. Right? Which has been done. So this has been done. Somebody did it for their wedding proposal. Okay, let's do it for the They remade all of Rambo. No, I would not give that credit as it has been done. Ah. That was weak. We are, sure, it, but but they did it. They fucking did it. If you had we your have choice, him, but, but playing if, John Rambo. If you had your choice to, to be in any military film or TV production of all time, what would it have been? There's so many good ones. So, of course, Michael Mann is my favorite American director. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Heat Thief, is, is one of the greatest uh, movies of all Thief, time. Thief, Mohicans, uh, Heat. Very underrated and not enough people talk about it. Collateral. Collateral's oh, a great yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jay. Right? Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise Jamie and Fox. Jamie Foxx. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What about Very Apocalypse well Now? What does Apocalypse Now sit on I your love list? Apocalypse Now because I also just looked at the the director book of of uh, of Coppola for yeah, The yeah. Godfather. Yeah. Such a, an intense mind and so committed daily. He uh, and Oliver Stone both were like fantastic. along that same kind of yeah. mental I'll journey. I'll tell you, if I had to do a military film of the past, which one I would do, of course, would be The Deer Hunter. Oh, Oof. shit. That's Michael a great Cimino, one. Yes, Nobody brings is. that up. That's three and a half oh, hours brother. of magic. Yeah, it's, it's it really is. good. Because yeah. it deals, it's, it's almost like. It was, uh, yes, it was it's, way ahead of its time. It's way ahead of its time. It's almost like. Uh, uh, well, Apocalypse Now in a lot of ways where it dealt with the part where he's out of war for a little bit and has right. to deal with the dissociative disorder and all that stuff and he goes but back into in, it. what in, in Deer Hunter? He goes back home. Yeah, back home. And so it's not home. And that way it's a lot like... Uh, uh, What's what the fuck? Full Metal Jacket. Full where Metal Jacket. It's yeah. basically two movies jammed together. One where you know they're in basic, which is like basically being home. Yes. And then two where you're at war, yes. right? Yes. So I like. And a, what about when they catch when they when um, when Walken is in the mental hospital, the the VA hospital, still in. Uh, you're going back to Deer Hunter, right? Yeah, Deer yeah, Hunter. Yeah. And I think he's still overseas, uh, probably in Okinawa, and. 
they're looking through his wallet and they see, and it's got Meryl Streep, yeah. his wife. And they said, do you want to call your wife? And and then he just starts fucking crying and he never calls her and never goes back if yeah. you call. And I had that in my life too. Like eventually, when I finally came out of Fallujah and Ramadi, I was not the same and I, I had no connection. I didn't want to connect to my wife or anybody. I was a workaholic. These are things, these are themes that we were seeing then uh, that, uh, uh, that, that were not uh, passed forward to us. None of us knew what the fuck we were going to get into afterwards. We're fantastic in the field. But afterwards, I was lost. And that's what I loved now looking back at, at Deer Hunter, why it's so profound, is that uh, that uh, complete disconnect. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then Michael, De Niro's character, going back uh for nikki and mm. and remember we find out that nikki's still alive because mm. john savage's character who who lost his legs, legs. Yeah, gosh yeah. and by the way what a production yeah you'd never see an actor hanging underneath that bird so that was really robert de niro hanging on the skid of that fucking hill really oh yeah look look at it again you're gonna they would never risk that anymore it was a very high level shit back then so uh they go to see uh, uh john savage's character and he's just got a um, a footlocker full of money that keeps getting sent back right, from yeah. Hanoi. Well, <laughs> and then so Chrissy goes back and, and and as we and think about this, think about the Russian roulette and suicide. Yeah, it's what we're going through too in our community. So a lot of ways, yeah, yeah, really, really ahead of its time with looking at yeah, real there, issues that fall lot, out and and what happens. A lot of those, a lot of those done. literary devices weren't really evident until you experience it, it and yeah, then look well back said. on it let, well later. Said. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of these movies were. Uh, a lot of the Vietnam era movies were yeah. warning signs to us. I can't agree. Like with you we're more. starting to, we're like, hey, we want to go <laughs> fucking fight, and there's like this whole library of content. Like, yes. don't go do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck you, motherfucker. But, but we're also we're men, we're masculine. We I would. There's no young. amount of there's no amount of evidence that would have stopped me from and doing that's what, what I'm I did. Saying. I don't is, give a shit. When you look at anthropology and you look at, at the human organism, you look at even our closest cousins in biology. Uh, the primates and and our high end mammals in the ocean, they have they exhibit the same behavior. And then be, below that, don't, the don't start. I can see you thinking about dolphin right now. Yeah, oh, he, he's already going to dolphins right, right now. Well, even the, the prides uh, of lions and jungle cats mm. too is dominance. Look at the wolves. Dominance of the male keeps um, uh, um, an uh, it, it keeps the village life together to fight yeah. as a pack. They have to f- uh, fight off a rogue and other packs and then yeah. they have to hunt and secure hunting grounds this is human civilization is, human. is really weird like yeah. how big do you make your pack yeah. so how far do you do you have to make your pack if your pack is this big then you have to protect an area this big right yes. Yes. to keep people the fuck out of there yes. so you make your pack this big now and you have to protect an area this big there's only so much space out there yes and you know for that reason because i have outreach just like you all because you impact and touch so many lives uh, sometimes I have problems with fans that because I've touched their life through um, uh, proxy of book or of media or what have you, um, they believe and they feel, because remember, uh, organically and anthropologically, they do feel connected to us. Yeah, yeah. This new technology, all these super phones and all that, this is only the last freaking 20 years. And before that, we only were running electricity 120 years ago. This is all very new. Primitively, though, we are the same as these wolf packs and, and um, these primates. So they feel they're connected to us. But fuck, they're not to me. And when I do not 
reach back out like they want me to or whatever they they say you know fuck you you're phony and how could you let me down like this and i'm like holy shit just like you said i still only have my periphery of pack brothers and and a a woman here or there that i need because we need feminine energy to even fight for yeah um and so there's a, a it can it can create some disharmony. It gets it's weird. Challenging. It, it gets, gets weird. Weird as fuck. Yeah, but that's civilization. Civilization is just weird, man. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't I don't know to what degree do you take it. So if you if you agree with the premise that you're talking about, and I do, then war is inevitable between it tribes. Is. Well, look at look at. Well, I mean, fucking existence history. Of Every, course, yeah. like forever. Yeah. It's like we can only spend about forty or fifty years going. You know what? We're good with this. Let's go fuck with the guys next door. Yeah. And, <laughs> And then, then, then you have to you have to think about yourself as a warrior because we're, I think you're born that way, in my opinion. I think so too. But you have to think about it that way. What's the most moral form of war? The shortest war possible, in my opinion. Yes. So, so often go into war to and fucking dominate. You have to. and then get the fuck out. Reestablish Look like at the Mongols. There's, there's no more martial pact. What the fuck, man? Yes. What are we doing in Iraq and Afghanistan? We're not rebuilding those civilizations. No, we're, we're not. We, we fucked we're not them up. A, we fucked them up a little bit, and the people who were in power before that aren't dead yet are just going to come back into power as and soon that's as we, we fucking leave. And we made a mistake, leave, and we didn't make the mistake. It was not our policies. No. Uh, you know, it's not ours to ask uh, what or why, but to do or die, right? Um, uh, I, what would be wisest is to, to, to kill anyone and everyone that will not succumb. And then bring in. It sounds form. harsh, but it's the truth. Look at the look at it. Look what's at the, time the What's the alternative? What we're doing now, if uh, a, it's uh, pussy. Well, no, no. Yeah. What, and look what how many more been, people are being killed. Yeah, for what it. we've been hit with now. It's is, half measures. Is, is, is what the, it is. Yes, is it is. the well, wrong said. people pulling the fucking puppet strings because they think that there's some sort of moral means of that's a, ridiculous. A way to conduct war. well there's it's, there, it's, it's ridiculous it's yes, bifurcated it's there's one there's one side of the crowd that thinks there's some kind of morality to war which is absolutely insane oh. and there's the other side that thinks there's a profit motive to war which is well, true i was talking to him yes. about it i was talking to but him about it this morning is is where the backward shit comes from is we saw kids and women getting abused in iraq oh, for and sure. if we wanted to interject we were told no yeah. That's not why we're here. Okay, then why the fuck are, are we, we here? <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. It's so interesting uh, for blood and treasure. Uh, but this is uh, uh, this is uh, every animal species. Yeah. If you cannot control your immediate environment and lock down your hunting grounds, i.e. resource. Yeah, channels, resources is what it's really about. And I'll tell you what, the idea of human rights is very novel in the anthropological freaking scheme of things. When it comes down to the day-to-day life. And it's only our yeah. first world that can even yeah. freaking, uh, uh, that even has the adolescence to think this way. Yeah. There's no such thing as human rights. There is uh, win, lose, and what's legal. There's win and lose and what's legal. <laughs> this is why... Oh, wait, I'm going to ask the obvious. <laughs> I, hang on, hang on. I, and I hate to interrupt you. I'm going to ask the not obvious question. Not to get question. heavy. No, no, no not We've at all. We've been heavy right? for a minute not now. Not at all, yeah. but I'm going to ask the obvious question. Have you tried DMT? No, uh, I, I'm... I'm uh, I've been so offered to go up you, on this you know, trip. You know that trip that Logan and I are going on to yes. do ayahuasca? He's booked That's to be on that too. Okay, He's are booked you going? to be on the same trip. Well, you know what? But we'll see what happens. Because He's of busy. some things are happening, I may not be able to go. But now that I know that these guys are going, I may have to go. Um, and, and I'm heavy with my with my Zen meditation and and um, and I do a lot of dream work too. Mm-hmm. Uh, dream O'Neal, work. Yeah. When you say dream work, how so? Uh, I practice twenty times company? a day, asking myself if I'm dreaming. 
and uh, I write my dreams down in a journal. And then do you have a totem? Um, well, a totem for the audience, by the way, like yes. an inception is something that you see that you know you're dreaming. Correct. Like a, 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 something a, that spins, it doesn't stop, or a red ball, or some stupid bullshit and, and like you, that. And you know the difference between both? Oftentimes I do now, but look, I'm 47 years old and I've been doing this a long time. Um, and still, actually, I'm in the habit of it. Like anything, like any kind of discipline, you need, need to be in the habit. Also, when I wake up, the first thing I do is start speaking on what I'm just going through. Like, fuck, you want to know what I was going through right before I get here? I, w- I took a nap. Um, I've been pushing myself for a long time. So I took a nap before I got my fuck push, my pull-ups in. And um, because I knew I had to work today in my dream I guess my eyebrows are really fucking crazy. And and uh, and this lady told me that I need to fucking make sure I manicure my eye, eyebrows and, and trim up my beard. And, and then we were talking about production. And um, and then I went to the ocean to these like special jellyfish alien creatures, like these n- n- complete like gnosis alien jellyfish that speak to me at this special place in this water that I always go to. So he's definitely done DMT. Yeah, yeah. So you've done a lot of drugs. Is is DMT, I think DMT is combat. I've done so much fucking... It's it's inside of you already. Yeah, DMT is... It's just reactivating, essentially. Yeah, it's definitely what makes you dream. Now, there may be something to this, too, because I had a very traumatic childhood. Mm -hmm. In some ways, I don't look at it negatively. I try not to. I've still got a few things that hurt me or a few things that I can't get past. But possibly because... I had a very traumatic childhood early on. It made me shift consciousness or become a sociopath. And there's something called epi- epigenetics. <laughs> you're, you're, you, you just described Dan Holloway to a T, brother. Epi- to a fucking T. Yeah, well, with epigenetics, certain genes are turned on or off. Yeah. By positive it's, and or negative, negative stimulus. It's, it's, it's the uh, nature-nurture thing where it's a, it's a hybrid. Where yes, you're, you have that by nature, but it doesn't get switched on unless you experience certain stimuli in your early years. Yes, basically yes. Is what he's positive or negative. And I yeah, was in way. some ways maybe blessed with such negativity um, that I got other genes turned on. Um, what sort of negativity, if you don't mind me asking? Abuse, horrible abuse, physical. Same. Physical or mental? Physical, mental, sexual abuse too. I grew up in a boy's home. Brother, trust, trust, trust me, in the wolf, if you ain't got no wolf pack and you're a small child, we've seen it in Iraq. Oh yeah, I've seen Afghanistan. Yep. I see it. I see it in Congo. I see it in fucking um, in Kenya. Uh, if you're an eight year old fucking orphan fuck, in Iraq or yeah, Afghanistan, you're, you're getting target. fucked by the dudes in that city. It's so true. And you know Period. what? Jesus I was. Uh, I call them Mervs because I got muscles and curves. I was the same way when I was a little boy. So I was really sweet, and I had fucking predators all over me like a cheap suit. So that. Um, gave me the impetus to start lifting weights, training, doing wrestling and boxing, and to protect myself, yourself. Yeah, absolutely, and to be the hardest target I could. And I had two little brothers, so maybe it was the asset of having two little brothers to protect. Right? Yeah. Yes, it turned on the genes to protect. Yeah. And to this day, this is what's given me um, every every piece of blessing I've mm-hmm. had to this very day. The same for me. I didn't deal with Bless the sexual you. shit, but the the regular... <laughs> no, but that's, that's, the regular, an, that's an amazing way to look at it. It is, It's yeah. an extremely positive outlook because there is, look, a thousand people out there, 999 of them would say, I am... Life's too hard. Yes, I can't go yeah. on anymore. This is going to fucking ruin my life and I can't get out of this. Whereas you are the one person that I've ever heard of who looks at this as... 
a positive situation saying, yes. hey, this changed my life for the better, and I'm a better person for it today. Thank well, goodness I turned me into honor. Gauntlet. It is what it is, right? I mean, I didn't deal with some of the stuff you did, but I was definitely kicked around pretty severely when I was a kid. And to me, it made me hate bullies. Me too. So that's the fight, reason. Fighting for good. Yeah, like, I'm going to fight for anybody that's weak or downtrodden. That's yeah, why yeah. I fucking joined the military. Same, same reason. So I, I joined the military. For me, it wasn't like 9-11 definitely had an impact because it was an, it was a, an event, but uh, it was the idea that you know we're a force for good in some way. We were going to find a way to be heroes no matter what. Yeah. And I still hold tight to it. You know what? Even I fucking dress still like a fucking hero for a reason. It really, this is my coat of arms. I, I, I'm always ready and I always am fighting for goodness and truth and for those that are weak. Um, but even then... If you see someone that's in the way of the bigger picture, you got to stomp that ass, right? I, I do. Mean, I it's do. Just, like, <laughs> has it happened though? In, in, it it in real definitely life? it happens all the time, dude. No, but, but it's but war, for you man. in real life because I'm sure a lot of people look at you of like, man, is Rudy Reyes ever go out and he had to fucking beat ass at night at a bar or at oh, a my fair? Brother, or... That's how I ended up in that mental institution. <laughs> 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 well, but also, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, I, uh, this is the military Ric Flair, right? Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Right? Fuck yeah, dude. I love him so much. I love my wrestlers so yeah. much. What's he, oh 72 my... now? Yeah, he is. He's still alive. I got, we got to get yeah, him on this thing. He just had his birthday. Can we get him on this thing? Just had his birthday. Let's get Ric Flair on this thing. His birthday was like two weeks ago, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been really, oh, really close. So uh, he had a he had a heart surgery. He almost yeah. passed. Yeah. Ended up beating it. So he will be on. Fucking love Ric Flair. Love Ric Flair. Let's get Rudy. Absolutely. Part of that one. Yeah. So as a Mexican, American kid, from the border I was living down in Corpus Christi in a little town called Robstown and my, and my father's a Vietnam veteran Rudy Reyes Sr. and he's not my biological father but he's the man that gave me his name yeah, just yeah. a fucking G for a Latino man <laughs> to take a woman with another man's child in her stomach this is very rare some people don't then. know about Latino culture but that, yes. it's very macho very that's macho. not a thing that happens very often not, machismo yeah, yeah very much so so um, he was a policeman and a constable and a sheriff and looking back now we see it he He'd come home, and first of all, I was so proud of him all the time. I got to um, brasso his fucking brass, mm -hmm. shine his boots. Texas, so Calvary. Yeah, it's boots. Texas, yeah. Um, and all he talked about was whooping motherfucking ass. <laughs> beat ass. I shit you not. Beat ass every fucking time he was out there. And, of course, a little crazy with the women and shit. But, God, I idolize this man. Can you imagine being a sheriff in South Texas in the 1980s? Yes. No. Can like you in imagine? the early 1980s. No. Just whooping people's asses. You run into fucking Rudy, Rudy Reyes. Good <laughs> <laughs> night, right? sweet Charlotte. You're sure, getting your Vietnam ass veteran, kicked. Vietnam yeah. Marine, Quay City, no. Quay City. I'm going to come home. Right? Oh, just a G. Just the baddest G ever. And, uh, and he'd take us to wrestling. And we'd go to wrestling. We were little. And I remember uh, getting the Von Erics. Yeah, if any of you all from Texas know about the Von Erics. The Von Erics. Kerry was my favorite. Or no, no, no. Kevin was my favorite. Kerry was the big fucking uh, um, barbarian looking guy. But uh, Kevin wrestled without shoes. Uh, he was a super high-end wrestler, mm -hmm. uh, collegiate. Short trunks, fucking strong, just uh, mesomorph style 
Tarzan of the white people. Um, like, uh, I mean, it was just fucking magnificent. So I got to wait afterwards. And I had the little photographs that my daddy bought me. And I got them to sign these things. So they fucking made an impact on me, man. Yeah. And I knew right there. I mean, I knew that I wanted to be like these fucking men fighting the good fight and being strong and being ready at all times. And yeah. it was cemented in my early childhood. Yeah, same. Same for me. I mean, anytime I saw anybody picking on someone that was weaker than them, like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, Go fight somebody that's bigger than you. And sometimes you may jump into a fucking fight with five motherfuckers. I, you do what you do, right? Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. So, so did you go to college or did you go directly into the military? <laughs> uh, no, I did not go to college. I had a full-ride scholarship uh, at a prestigious art university, four-year art university. But Was it the Art Institute of San Francisco? Um, no, it was uh, Art Institute of Kansas City. No, that's a good one, too. It's yeah. very good. What, what nicknames have we come up with today? Because we, well, you we'll had get there. one. We'll you get had there. one for yourself that was an <laughs> art, artist. or Yeah, uh, I was a painter. No, I've, I've completely rebranded. What, is, what, 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 what did you, you call him earlier? Uh, I don't remember what was it called. Murder. Violent hippie. No, it's called. Vi- no, yeah. it's called murder hippie. Murder, murder, murder hippie. hippie. Yeah. yeah, murder hippie is a great level. one. Next level. And then you said you said something artist, violent artist. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, an yeah, artist was, of an violence. Artist of violence. Yeah. Artist of violence. Yeah. Which actually is a Christopher Walken thing. He and Man on <laughs> murder Fire. Murder hippie. Remember oh Man on yeah. Fire? Yeah. One of my favorite. He's films. talking about oh, yeah. Denzel Washington's character. He's like, you know, you can be an artist of any kind of of food, of a painting, or whatever. This guy, Crease, John Crease. Creasy Bear. He, he's a, Creasy Bear. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, his art is violence, and he's the oh, fucking best at it. And you're yes about to watch is. him paint his God, fucking masterpiece. Film. It's a Brings great me one. He's tears every fucking time with little The same Lupita. one. Because it tells a story that I don't think in 2004, when that movie came out, that no. we were quite ready for yet. No. It was, the story was this guy had been doing black operations for years, uh, right? Black ops. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. ever but say real black ones. ops. Real, yeah, real like, ones. Like he, he had been <laughs> fucking. Central America, yeah, El had, Salvador. And this was during the 70s and Nicaragua. 80s. We just murdered everybody down Fuck there yeah. for years. Fuck uh, yeah. And he comes Agua. back Fuck. totally destitute, has nothing left to live for, and he finds yes. something to live for. And that's what a lot of veterans these days, it's, it's either the adrenaline or the purpose or something, and guys just can't find it again. Sure. You know what I mean? Rudy found it. His, yes. his impetus is just being the most in-shape 47-year-old on the planet. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let me ask you this, Rudy. Yes, I, I, after all these years... I, on this earth, what are you living for? What is your biggest passion you right now? You know what? So um, I have two beautiful children, Dylan and Belladonna. I don't get to see Dylan uh, very often. I'm, it's in a contestual relationship with his mother. Um, uh, when we were together, I was still very sick. I was, or I was still very injured. And uh, also, I don't know if you guys were ever in this state in which uh, as a war fighter and as a as an artist of violence, um, that you didn't believe or, or witness anything or anyone that rated to fucking tell you what to do. <laughs> my, one of my favorite... Christ. Max Martini is one of our favorite people in media right now because he's just a fucking legit dude. But one of his quotes from the unit, that TV show that was on of for course. a while, so they're getting court-martialed for some bullshit, and he comes into the, into the, uh, to the office with a bunch of... Uh, uh, brass, and they say something to him like, aren't you going to fucking salute your betters? And he stood up and he said, I have no betters in this room. And he turned around and walked the fuck out. Yeah, it felt like that quite a bit. As a matter <laughs> okay, of fact. Yeah. so that's where I was yeah, at. You're over here trying to make a career out of this shit where 
we're the ones actually fucking and that's the and point right there. Like I, I, <laughs> like literally, there's a bunch of us and dying even if we live. Yes, yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of people out there that fucking gave up everything more than Damn, we did. That's even. That right. Yes, before and 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 when I go back, when I got back to regular society, I'm like, not worth it, not worth it, not worth it. Like I got to find something that's worth it again, dude. Because yes. and that's where I was. That's at. a struggle for people. And, and on the surface, I had a gorgeous girlfriend and. She was a doctor, and, and I was living in some modicum of, of safety and stability, um, but I needed some engagement. I was incredibly depressed. Drinking, chaos. Yeah, I, well, because I thrive in it. I was you a master need chaos. Of you need yeah. chaos. Right? You train your body to, to right. be effective That's when right. chaos is happening. That's right. The minute it's gone from your normal, life. Normalcy is you're sitting in your fucking, in your hooch, That's, in your fucking cot, uh, yeah, watching yeah. some stupid bullshit on TV, not paying attention to anything. That's right. And then all of a sudden, war. That's you right. know what I mean? <laughs> and if it's not war, I don't give a fuck, man. Uh, there you For go. years you train yourself uh, for that and shit. And then you're engaging, too. Yeah. So now it's um, um, now it's uh, imprinted in the nervous system. Yeah. So uh, in lieu of that stimulation, I was contracting, too, but I was trying my best to assimilate. I could not very well. I was drinking, doing hard drugs, and... Uh, and then my girl loved to see me fight. She loved knowing she was she had the baddest dude in the world. And I was trying to dress it all down. I was wearing even collared shirts back then with sleeves. I was trying now to this, dress. Out of everything you've said today, oh, this is that is the one thing I can't believe. I will never believe that statement. I was wearing I was shirts to, with sleeves. I was trying to. I was trying to. You know, try to assimilate. I like uh, how that's your measure for normal society. <laughs> I had sleeves on. Sleeves. What the fuck, bro? Sleeves. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, uh, but Death. yes, there are females out there that want, they want, they want that. They crave, I, I want to see them fight over me. Well, I think it's innate. If we look at base society and base animal nature, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it's dominance and control. And yeah. then that's why we are the best mates. That's why they want us uh, as mates. We complement each other very well. That's the point, Yes, and right? we make hypergenetic yeah. vigor with our children. Yeah. And our children will be freaking Genghis Khan as well. Um, so, <laughs> you know, Genghis Khan has something like 45 million living descendants. What I understand is one out of 50 of us is related to him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He spread his seed a lot. Yes. He spread his seed well, a lot. That's a lot of work. Yeah, you've only got that's two a kids. Lot. That's a yeah, lot of work. Yeah. You know, like, hey, yeah. You're behind, Maybe Rudy. You Maybe you should start work. catching up, brother. Yeah. Stop pulling out, when Rudy. When is this motherfucker going to be aired, by the way? Oh, <laughs> shit. <Last> Monday. <laughs> Monday's episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Needless to say, uh, when things didn't go right, or like, actually, my, my ex got upset that she was sharing me with the entertainment business and I did a horror picture with some hot women. By the way, it was completely professional. I mean, if anybody knows filmmaking, it's not sexy. It's freaking, it's fucking Brutal. Well, especially the last like five to ten years, if it isn't professional, you fucking get me to it and you're done. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You can't fuck around anymore, dude. Like, there's uh, no fucking around. Just to uh, double tap on that motherfucking target. (laughs) <laughs> no one will ever say me too with me. You know me for some oh, time. I, know. I might. Yeah. You've been making a lot of physical okay, contact with me throughout maybe this with interview. Men? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they wish. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, so, uh, Mister, don't give a fuck uh, right here. Well, right. I mean, shit. By the way, my fucking next fifty is going to be better than the first fifty. I believe, I believe it. I fucking believe I it. I have metal legs. I yeah. honestly think that you yeah. might live to be two, three hundred yeah, years I'm old. Sure I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Um, 
I went <laughs> ever been arrested. I mean, have I killed many people? And have I fuck? Did I was I privy to delivering money to a bunch of fucking scumbags? Is there some fucking nebulous shit out there? Yes. <laughs> War is very complicated. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about L.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 whoa! Oh my God! Oh! oh. <laughs> so uh, I'm talking about both. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I went to court for the first time. Never been arrested. Uh, What'd you go to court for? Because. Um, my my ex old lady said that she was in fear for her life. Gotcha. Because and she t- took my son. My son is uh, my Dylan. So even to this day, I don't get I don't get photographs of him. I've uh, only able to see him one hour at a time. And now they're not talking to me for about the last nine months. So I fly in to see my little son. I'm not allowed photographs. I can only stay with him in in the living room. And um, and remember, I was injured back then. I had to go through anger management courses that I had to pay for. I lost work. Uh, I was unemployable for some time. And this is shortly after this is when you met me, brother, when Rick Elder took a chance mm-hmm. on me and I built myself back. But uh, at first, um, it was so painful and I was so upset at myself. I was so depressed. I, People I like thought, us are used to losing. What? We're no. not used to losing. I want to touch on this because here's when you say anger management, there is no, there is no comparison at all to the the whole the whole thing of coming back from yes, coming back from uh from from war is you're so used to meeting violence with more violence. Yes, of course. So when you get well, mad when somebody fucking yeah. shoots at you, when somebody fucking does a complex three ambush on everyone. you, you go, three yeah. guns to I'm everyone. I'm going to fucking bomb your neighborhood. I'm going to fuck yeah. this shit up. Then you come home and someone's rude to you in a gas station and yeah. you're like, that's it, I'm killing motherfuckers. That's it, that's so it. It's, and I'm like, why am when, I in this position? When you, don't, when you get so yeah. accustomed to meeting anger with extreme violence. For safety. That is, By the way, it's for safety. That is the it's reality not even for your own of safety. PTS. It's for safety. Like, seriously. That is the reality. It is. That's yeah. the traumatic of the stress in our world. Yeah. Yes, it was, it, was, it, it was a complete viable way of doing business because it protected not only our team and our squad or our platoon. How about the higher adjacent... Uh, Security is supporting and patrols that we were involved with too. Um, y- you understand? It, like it the was, first thing it was you benevolent learned, to do. The first thing you learned at S- in the school of infantry was probably the phrase "violence of action." Violence right? of action. Locate like no shit. Destroy. Yeah. Locate like, close within destroy. When, when you're in, so the army does all of infantry basically all at the same time now. But the Marine Corps does basically then you do SOI. That's right. right. So That's right. Uh, the first thing you learn when you start doing infantry shit is violence of action. Violence yes. of action. The more aggression. violently and quickly you can do something. You meet any form yeah. of aggression. Aggress with, rule. With right. 400%. Three to one. Three to yes. one. Yeah. Three to one. Yeah. Like he said, three to one. That's literally in all it's of doctrine. our fucking yes. field. It's doctrine. It's doctrine. We don't fight unless we outnumber them by three to one. And if, we, and if we don't have the numbers, we pull back and I start fucking raping them. But that's the why yeah. this guy's work. And yeah. all, all he bombs and them until they have one person to R3 so he, and then we go in and kill everybody that's right. else. Sure. Like, that's sure. the plan. Thousand to one. No, I, I understand it. But, but Rudy, <laughs> the insurance policy. All states got you covered. I'm going to be honest. In real life, Ru- Rudy's a thousand to one. Uh, like if, <laughs> if you walk into a bar with Rudy Reyes, oh, forget about true. the rest well, of the fucking bar. I'm not too beat up. I know. And You're a beautiful man for Christ's we'll sake! Like you, you look like you've never been hit. Oh, I have a few times in my youth. 
Uh, I lost <laughs> and, then he, and then he learned and got uh, better. Of course, I kept training and training. Uh, we'll what's talk that, what's that, about South What's Texas. that phrase? Sure. Uh, that phrase, beware an old man in a profession where men die young. Wild brother. Now we're looking in the mirror and we've got the gray. Yeah. And we're looking like, fuck, are we the old men? We are, yeah. And we are. Absolutely. And fuck, yeah, don't fuck with us. That's what I would advise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where, where is Rudy Reyes at right now in life? Uh, 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 peaceful? Are you married? Are you dating anybody? Uh, uh, how's your relationship with your well, kids? You know what? It's ve- uh, the the children, um, and I was going to speak to this. Even the children are not enough to save my life. And I don't know if many will speak on this, or or, or as honest and um, uh, forthright in speaking uh, about the truth of who we are and and what kind of men we are and what kind of beings we are. Not even my children were enough to save my life. I had a pistol in my mouth and I was finished. Um, I needed. A mission. I needed my men and a mission of virtue, and I needed to make an impact as as uh, heavy and as far-reaching as I did as a warfighter in in the third world and to topple regimes. I needed to continue to do that, and it was Force Blue that saved my life. And uh, Jim Ritteroff and Keith Saw, my co-founders, they brought me to Cayman Islands uh, because uh, I was on the streets. They ran into me in New York on the streets, man, about 140 pounds, uh, really, really sucked up on hard drugs and didn't give a fuck no more. I don't even remember meeting them, actually. Um, and uh, they uh, they had a like a senior trip daughter's trip down to Cayman Islands and they were so loving. He said, Rudy, can you come? And I said, I, I don't have any money. I have no work. They brought me to Cayman Islands and they got me in the water again. And I saw all these beautiful life forms. I saw all the, these families subsurface and the corals. And I'm a combat diver, so I'm used to finning my fucking ass off. So I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. After a few days, I start calming down. After a few more days, they say, well, Rudy, a lot of this is being destroyed by the... Um, uh, shipping industry and the uh, cruise liners and also we've got uh, uh climate change and and i'm i'm so happy you're here but it's not going to be here much longer and i said well then we need to fucking do something about it and they're like okay yes awesome and then i thought okay me and my fucking eod guys and my frogmen are gonna fucking put on put on explosives on the ships and blow them up <laughs> that was my first idea <laughs> And, and <laughs> that was probably the drugs. <laughs> let's blow up the fucking cruise liner. Yeah. Like, no, let's not do and, that, and Rudy. Like, and and then my boys were like, Rudes, okay, you know, usa usa. No, we've all we've all been there. Right? The, the guy cut you off in traffic. I'm gonna fuck yeah. this dude up. Yeah, right. Right. I got an AT4. Yeah. Ah, right. And and now I'm seeing families again, and I'm seeing beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing yeah. beauty that I've not seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we dis- we decide, okay, let's find a way to fight because I've got tons of dudes like us that need a mission and we're uh, vital, we're able, and we're skilled in arduous co- uh, conditions. And so we teamed up with science and reef scientists and, um, and eco-warriors um, um, and thinkers and I created Force Blue to rebuild and recreate coral reefs also now we're doing turtle missions we're doing uh shark missions um we're doing um triage to the disease in the florida florida reef track project protect um that's what saved my life and and my children are uh, so important to me and they are me but also there's a part of me like Genghis khan i know i can die tomorrow and my kids got my freaking genes yeah they're gonna be fucking fine but 
uh, for Rudy Reyes to continue to live, I needed to believe in something virtuous with teammates and brothers and sisters around me that, uh, of a like mind. And that's what I'm doing now. Are you married? No, I'm not. I was married. Um, and it's been tough with relationships because I'm committed to my um, I'm committed to my mission first. I'd say in another three or four years, I'm going to start another family. That's what I'd like to do is start another family that I'm there for. And when I have enough financial uh, security, which I'm getting close to, thank you, David Wood and, and Virtus and, um, and, and the people that have believed in me from Sornex, um, I'm getting there. Um, it's tough being the real John Rambo. Notice in the movies, John Rambo doesn't have a girlfriend. He falls in love with the, the Vietnamese girl, right? But he's still protecting and serving. Um, yeah. It's, it's taking me time. It's taking me time, but I know it's in the future. I, I know that I'm going to have a good woman in my life in the future. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's also amazing. You, you compared yourself to, to John Rambo. That's something I wish I could do. Oh, bless yeah. you. Yeah, but you <laughs> can. So. I, you can. I wish I could. Because the, the first time I met you, by the way, because I, 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 that was my exact words to Jared after that event. We did a live event at SHOT Show. Yes. It was me, you, Christmas Abbott, and yes. Jared. We oh, Christmas, stage. my Christmas. I love you, girl. I know. And I said, dude, he I reminds me of, of John Rambo. Yeah. And you yeah. said to me, you go, dude, this is the closest you will ever get to meeting <laughs> Rambo in real life. So enjoy it. And I was like, awesome. Uh, but immediately afterwards, so we, we did this gig on stage. It was outside. It was cold. You were still shirtless. Uh, I mean, you still didn't have... <laughs> BTUs, you a scarf BTUs, on. Uh, metabolism. You had, a, you had a scarf on. Yes, I, I did. Uh, Bert and Christmas were up there with me. Yes, I was yep, throwing yep. shit on the tank. I was throwing champagne yeah. balls at the tank. And I said to myself, I was like, I don't understand why he's not with Christmas. They would have created the most genetically oh my unbelievable God. human no, of all time. Genetic no, you can't, yes. you can't do that, that because... That child that, would see in the dark. No, that, <laughs> <laughs> that baby would have... Built-in 31s in his head. That baby would have that baby would have punched its way out of oh, her sure. fucking stomach Christmas, yeah like the gush dang alien it's not worth it <laughs> it's not worth it we need her around so we can't have her yeah. get we do we do and, right. and, and look we're we're the point of the show we get to the drinking bro of the week yes, uh rudy reyes uh this is somebody that has inspired you somebody that has helped you somebody that has made you the man that you are today i, I mean realize, I, think, I think he gave it to us earlier. i realize it's probably impossible for you to narrow it down to one but if if you if you had one, who would it be in your life? I've been blessed with um, male role models and mentorship. Um, of course, I have that badass Rudy Reyes Sr., mm-hmm. who I think is an angel still because he's passed on. And um, I'm going to give it to Rudy Reyes Sr. I'll tell you why. I he's probably had... he's up there beating up hippies in the Brother, sky. For <laughs> sure. And, and, and I was only with him three years of my life, of, of my childhood. Um, before I was in the boys' home and a foster care in the boys' home and such. Um, but my daddy, holy moly, you all. Uh, so at School of Infantry, I had a chance to try out with recon because I was the honor grad in Iron Man and then was on Camp Guard getting fucked for three freaking weeks. And I'm in charge of all the young Marines that are mm. running to Tijuana and trying to escape. And I lived in the squad bay for three freaking weeks and did uh, uh, relief in place and mm. handled the guard duty. And the corporal of the guard, when uh, Sergeant Sparks came through to run the NDOC for First Recon Company, he said, I've got a, I've got a young Marine. It would be good for you. And so I somehow made it, somehow made it just to get a slot at school. But the first thing I did is I ran up to the phones um, 
in SOI and you had to buy the AT&T calling mm-hmm. card yeah. or whatever. Yeah. God damn, I'm still dude. in Woodland Camis just Seriously. like this. And, uh, and I call my dad. I call uh, Papa, Papa Reyes. And he always calls me dad. He called me dad since I was a baby because mm-hmm. I, I guess he knew that I was going to be a father to, to many people. Mm-hmm. And he says, Dad, I said, Dad, Dad, I got a chance to go to ARS. I'm going to recon. And my dad's crying on this other side. And he says, uh, uh, Dad, I always knew you're the best of us. You're going to go so much further than I ever did in the Marine Corps. You're my pride and joy. You're my number one son. And for him to say that, and I'm not even his biological yeah. son. So I give it to Papa Reyes, uh, Rudy Reyes Sr., uh, Marine Corps Infantry, uh, Vietnam veteran. That's amazing. There it is. That's amazing. Uh, Rudy, I'm going to be honest, man. We've done 400 episodes now. This has to be the most entertaining episode. <laughs> I've this is the most I've ever been touched of? in an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, and you too. And you too. Yeah. Next I, time, you got to be closer to me. I, I will. I will. I've done, look, I've done 350 of Ross Pass Revolution, 750 hours total of, of pod. This is the most fascinating, Thank you, brother. amazing uh, podcast we've ever done. Thank you so much for your time today, brother. Uh, it's, uh, my pl- it's my privilege. It's my we honor. Finally, we finally got you out here. Yes, brother. Yeah. And, and you know what? Think of all the people that we help. Yeah. Uh, think of all the kids we inspire. Um, uh, think of all the families that sometimes are, are struggling through uh, finance or divorce or um, or through just uh, the, the pains uh, emotionally, spiritually, and physically that our uh, brothers and sisters uh, that have been downrange go through. I'm speaking soon on the um, at the Gold Star family in Orange yeah, yeah. County. Think about all of our fallen. Uh, they get happiness and connection and pride to what we're doing. Uh, that fill, fills me with joy. Fills yep. me with joy. Amazing. Well, hey, it, this episode filled us with joy. We hope you guys enjoyed it at home as much as we did here. It is an absolute pleasure. For Jared Taylor, Rudy Reyes, Anthony Holloway, I am Ross Patterson with the Dream Road.